but nothing really started happening at the elite level until I changed internally how I was feeling about certain things. And that change happened whenever I got serious about my health and my fitness. I hired a personal trainer, which is not cheap. And it has been over the last year and a half to two years, the biggest opportunity that I see for people that are looking to start their own. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Brandon Cockerell of Lynchpin Sales Interactive. Brandon, excited to have you on the show. Excited to be here, man. Thanks for having me. Yes, absolutely. I love all the awesome things that you're doing. And of course, before I jumped into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Brandon so you can hear about some of those awesome things. And Lynchpin Sales Interactive was started by Brandon after 12 years of sales and marketing success with within large corporations such as Wells Fargo and the PGA Tour. Over the years and after meeting with thousands of business owners and executives, Brandon noticed a common problem amongst all businesses. They had issues getting more quality customers in their doors on a consistent and predictable basis. It was then that he decided to do something about it. And he didn't want to just stop there. He wanted to make sure that everything Lynchpin did for his customers was with purpose, was fully transparent, and could provide a proven ROI. Brandon, excited again to have you on the show. You ready to speak to the IMCO community? Can't wait, man. Let's get it started then. Let's get it started. So uh, to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Yeah, yeah. No, thanks again uh, for asking. And, you know, my, it's kind of a similar story that you hear a lot whenever entrepreneurs or, or business owners, they kind of uh, get started and they were in the corporate world before then, right? And I was working, like you said in the, the intro there, uh, was working in sales for a large portion of the first decade of graduating college and getting out into the world, you know, and trying to figure out what it was. I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do, um, but I knew I needed a job. And this was, you know, 2005, 2006. I wanted to just kind of get my feet wet as far as learning sales and just those conversations, right? And um, and that's what I did. I went and I got an opportunity to work with Wells Fargo. I was in inside sales. They transferred me, which got me down to Atlanta, uh, to a more commission-based type sales opportunity, uh, which was uh, an eye-opener, but an experience that I wouldn't take back because, you know, that's where I learned the hard way of getting opportunities and finding leads. I was actually just talking about this with my team yesterday about, um, I remember whenever I first got down to Atlanta and all I was handed were sheets of paper with somebody's name, who their mortgage was with, and uh, their phone number. And this was whenever, you know, iPhones may have just started, right? But everybody was still using landlines, they were on their phones. And the only time to catch them was at, at dinner because they had been at work all day. So I was calling people at seven, eight, nine, ten o'clock at night. And I had to talk with them and build rapport with them based off of limited information, which most people didn't want to have anything to do with me. And then I had to get an application 
in order to qualify or try to qualify them uh, on that phone call, which was social security numbers, banking information, all that, which today seems insane to think about getting that over one phone call. And, you know, the, the one thing is how miserable it kind of was from time to time that that was the type of stuff that that really started to push me to continue down the sales route because I was learning. I knew that I could generate opportunities and actually got me to the opportunity of where I felt comfortable starting my own thing. And so, you know, I ended up going through a few more years of business to business sales that opened the door for me to be able to get into business development opportunity and director of sales in uh, capacity with the PGA Tour and their properties division. Um, and it got to the point where I just got tired of feeling held back. And uh, I knew that there was something bigger. I knew there was something better out there that uh, could help and make an impact on entrepreneurs and businesses because uh, working with that specific position, I met with them day in and day out. And I learned a lot of the frustrations and everything that was happening and the opportunities that were starting to develop utilizing social media, utilizing these new resources that a lot of these corporations still to this day have not gotten, you know, gotten uh, a hold of. And I just knew there was better ways to do it and that I could help others do it. And that's what prompted me to quit almost cold turkey and start Lynchpin Sales about six and a half years ago. Nice. I, I truly appreciate you, you know, telling, you know, that story and especially, you know, hearing, you know, those cold calls that you had to make from from eight to 10 and, and being able to try to, you know, build that rapport and, and build that relationship. And this is prior to you being able to say, hey, let me check you out. And then also to be able to say, hey, let me check you out as well, too, to make sure that I'm giving the right person the social security number and all those things. It just it's, it's just um it's so interesting to kind of hear that journey. But I appreciate you telling it because hearing, you know, how you started and hearing all the awesome things you're doing now and that growth that can kind of happen over some time. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, you know, I share that type of stuff because uh, it, it was one big reason why I was able to make the jump. I had the confidence that I knew that I'd been through and I, I had to develop opportunities from scratch. I had to cold call and that's how I, that's how I, you know, that's how I got started. So I've been through those times and seeing what's available to all of us today is why I'm so passionate about what we do. Um, and mainly because we are practitioners in what we do. And we, in the same way that we help our clients build their businesses and brands online is exactly how I built this business. And, um, and so, yeah, it's an important part of that journey, you know, having the confidence and knowing that you can go out and generate a sell if you need to, um, even though that there's a lot more to it that I figured out later on once I started the business. Um, but if anything else, I had the confidence that I could go out there and at least have conversations that would ultimately turn into some type of revenue. And uh, and so, yeah, I like to, to share those stories a little bit. Absolutely. Love it. So I wanted to drill down a little bit more. I know we touched a little bit upon like how you work with your clients, how you help support and serve them. Could you take us through a little bit more on what that looks like and how you make that impact? Yeah. So, you know, really what we focus on now and we we are kind of unique in our experience. One, because we're we're practitioners. And like I said, early on, uh, I had to figure this stuff out for myself. I had to figure out how can I get my message out there? How can I start creating and building an audience so that people start 
coming to me and I'm able to have conversations that aren't convincing people on why they should uh, pay me to help them. I want that to be something that they uh, are able to do on their own and in their own time. And, uh, and over time, that's just how I kept getting better and better and better and seeing what works and what doesn't and, you know, what, what is going to be best here or what kind of sales page to build there, what tools I need to make this happen. And, um, and so that's allowed us to know what it's like to have, whether that's a very small budget to work off of, or it's the having to get everything out of every dollar that you're investing, um, we've been there and we still, you know, we currently continue to do this. We still practice what we preach and everything we do, we test out and try and build our brand and continue building our business the same way that we do it for others. Um, so we, we are in the trenches, not just with our partners and our clients, but for our own business as well. And we've used it and done it successfully. Um, and so that's one area that does make us a little unique, but it's also allowed us over time to build a team that really is focused and experienced in everything from A to Z whenever you're talking about building a legitimate brand online. We are unique in that, that we have experts and experience in all different things that it takes to build that brand successfully online. And the ultimate goal is to build a brand so you don't have to worry about leads anymore. That's what we want. And that's our ultimate goal. It's not, hey, I need leads in today. I need a thousand leads in. Well, anybody can go out and get leads. How about let's build your brand up so that whenever we need revenue, we run a campaign where people already know, like, and trust you. They already view you as that go-to expert. They understand the value of that offer that you're putting out there. And they're going to be the first ones in line to raise their hand and take advantage of it. I absolutely love that. And so let me ask you this. Do you feel like that's what you would consider to be your, your CEO hack, which is, um, you know, the, the efficiency thing that the app book or habit that makes you more effective and efficient. But I almost wonder if you kind of touched on it when you said, if you focus more on being in more places and providing value, do you feel like that's ultimately what you would consider to be the CEO hack? I always say the main hack whenever it comes to digital is real person, like real human interaction, real life stuff is ultimately and will always be the main thing that drives your business and drives sales and all that. Person to person is always going to be what works. Um, whenever you're talking about sales and marketing and all this other stuff, however, um, you know, at the end of the day, when you can marry real life experiences with the digital resources that we have available and marry those together, to where you're able to take that experience and multiply it using social media, using ad campaigns, utilizing sales funnels and emails and communications that way. That's that's the hack to seeing success, success online, right? Like in my opinion, is being able to marry those two together. You can't ne necessarily rely on each one anymore. Um, they've got to be kind of married together. Uh, but being everywhere, being omnipresent, obviously is a is another thing that you have to be um, aware of the, and everywhere that your audience is, right? And you got to be able to, to be across multi-platforms and multi-channel if you want to continue growing and scaling, um, which is an important piece of that puzzle. So yeah, I do think from a result standpoint, there are there is some truth to that. What you had said, there is some hacks at the end of the day. It is, you got to be out there and you've got to, to be 
everywhere your audience is. And there's a lot of ways to do that without having to spend 100 hours a week doing content and posting a thousand times, you know, a week. Um, and so it's just kind of coming up with the right strategy, laying that out and then making it come to life. Yeah, absolutely. Would you consider that to be like the CEO nugget, um, which can be like a word of wisdom piece of advice? I usually say you might tell your, you know, favorite client or potentially tell your younger business. So is the second that I graduated college, I would have hired a personal trainer. And I know that's weird. And I know that's not something that a lot of people hear. The biggest now, and I work with coaches and mentors and all that. And they're look, they're invaluable. That'd be one thing that I would say is one of the biggest reasons why I've been able to break through a lot of the ceilings and get and build the brand to certain levels and build the business to certain levels because of these coaches and mentors. But nothing really started happening at the elite level until I changed internally how I was feeling about certain things. And that change happened whenever I got serious about my health and my fitness. I hired a personal trainer, which is not cheap. And it has been over the last year and a half to two years, the biggest um, opportunity that I see for people that are looking to start their own thing. And it just helps from all different aspects. And if I could go back, I would have done that 15 years ago. But nothing really started happening at the elite level until I changed internally how I was feeling about certain things. And that change happened whenever I got serious about my health and my fitness. I hired a personal trainer, which is not cheap. And it has been over the last year and a half to two years, the biggest um, opportunity that I see for people that are looking to start their own thing. And it just helps from all different aspects. And if I could go back, I would have done that 15 years ago. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that. And a lot of times when you have people that you've invested in that are invested in you, you get to see, you know, those really great investments come to fruition. So what would you consider to be your answer to my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO? We're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Brandon, what does being a CEO mean to you? Look, CEO to me is just being an ultimate leader and, uh, you know, leading by example and, you know, thinking ahead, obviously. But I think most importantly, you're making sure everyone else, meaning your team, even your family, your friends, but your partners, your clients are all set up for success before you are. Everybody eats before you do. And meaning as well that they're set up for success in what they deem success to be, not what I or what a CEO deems as success and really understanding that and making sure everybody is on the same page so that you are working as one cohesive group, but yet you're still helping everybody develop in their own areas. And I think that the, the most important thing whenever it comes to a CEO, what, or at least what it means to me, is that you are very fast to give recognition and praise when things go right, but you're faster to accept responsibility and blame when things go wrong. Absolutely appreciate that definition, Brandon. And of course, I appreciate your time even more. So what I wanted to do now is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get a hold of you, find about all the awesome things you and your team are working on. You know, as far as contact and all that, you can go to our website, lynchpincells.com, uh, where you can find a lot of information. 
Uh, we are in a partnership and program with Billy Jean is marketing. If you're familiar with him and his work out in San Diego, uh, you can go to stopbeingasecret.com and get more information on our performance branding, which is a full service type program uh, that we're working on with him and his team with. And, um, you know, other than that, you can check us out, Instagram, Lynchpin Cells, Facebook, LinkedIn. You can go to Brandon Cockrell or Lynchpin Cells and really uh, find some good content there, YouTube whatever works best for you. Awesome. 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 I truly appreciate that, Brandon, to make it even easier. We're going to have the links and information in the show notes too, so that everybody can follow up with you. And I hope you have a phenomenal day. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Get your driven CEO gear at ceogear.co. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.